Hail, you nostalgic ski bunnies. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert, and the other is a 9021 novice, a vaccinated 9021 novice, I Woo! might add. Well, half, half vaccinated. Half vaccinated. Yes. Can I ask you, as way of a public service announcement, any lingering effects? Was it painful? Did you have any problems afterwards? Uh, it was just a, a normal shot. My only problem right now is my arm really hurts. Feel like a bruise? I don't think it's really even bruised. It's just very sore. Like I can't really lift it very high. So it took me a while to get ready today <laughs> with one arm. <laughs> okay. All right. But, but other the rest than... of it, okay. the rest of it has been fine. Just a little tenderness. Okay. I'm sorry. You were about to say who you are and how many of these episodes you've seen. Yes. Uh, I'm Kendra Mickles. I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at HereWeGoPod. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today we're discussing Season 4, Episode 17, Thicker Than Water. Thicker Than Water, Nick. Do you know? Oh, do I know? I think it's blood. Yeah, I think it's usually what they yeah, say. Yeah, I think it's, it's what, they, what say. they say. Yeah. All right, let's crack open the condor. Condor is committed to professional standards, professional ethics. The weak need not apply. Uh, not much in the Condor today. A pretty thin edition of the Condor. Well, it's January. Uh, this... What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? This episode originally aired on January 12th of 1994. One movie uh, to talk about, Body Snatchers, that came out on January 14th, starring... 90210 alum, Christina Lee. Oh, Lise. based on the novel by my very favorite novelist, Jack Finney. Yes, and that originally is why I was like, I'll put this on here, because Nick loves Jack Finney. Yeah. And then I was looking through the cast, and I was like, oh my goodness. Look at that. <laughs> that worked out. I think I've seen two versions. I've yeah. seen Invasion, and I've seen... The 1950s, like Kevin McCarthy, or the... or the No, uh, the Jeff Goldblum... Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Leonard yes. Nimoy. Okay. You haven't seen the 50s one? It's so good. No. That really holds up. Okay. Well, I have I actually haven't seen this one. Interesting. Yeah. In other news, Patrick Ewing became the first New York player, this is basketball, to reach uh, the fifteen thousand <laughs> point mark in his NBA career. Uh, Thanks for knowing that I needed that. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh when he scored a game high thirty four points against oh. the Knicks. Uh he would go on to be in the Hall of Fame okay. NBA Hall of Fame. Speaking of Hall of Fame, Lawrence Taylor announced his retirement on January 14th. He played for the Giants. They would retire his jersey later that year, and he also eventually is inducted into the Hall of Fame. Look at that. There was a big earthquake in Los Angeles Mm. on January 17th, the Northridge earthquake. It uh, was a magnitude of 6.7. What's the highest again? I'm not sure. Well, uh, it only lasted 10 to 20 seconds, but it uh, was the highest ever instrumentally recorded earthquake in an urban area in mm. North America. People were feeling it in Las Vegas, which is 220 miles away. My only experience even remotely with an earthquake was I was working at a college library here, and there was an earthquake that was very, very far away. And we still like felt a little bit of the aftermath here, and it was such a confusing feeling. Were you here when that happened? Yeah. It was very bizarre. I, I can't remember. I was somewhere when an earthquake happened. I can't remember if it was when I was in New York, but I remember being like, <laughs> what well, just happened? I was, so I was, I was standing like behind the desk in the library and I was walking 
And I thought like, I thought I was going to pass out. Like I thought I was feeling faint. And then I looked up and it was like, no, I'm steady. Everything else, like all the signs hanging at the ceiling were flapping back and forth. And I was like, oh, oh. okay. So not me. It's the world. <laughs> Crazy. Um, One time when my family was living in Japan, but I was still living, I was in college. They had an earthquake. And the only thing that fell in the whole house was a picture of me, which freaked my mom out. So she had like called me. <laughs> it's like a sign. Even That's though, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and that was fine. Yeah. So. Good. You made it. You survived. Yep. Okay. Uh, and that's it for the condor today. Okay. Nick, you want to take us beyond the zip code? Sure would. In 2021, Jenny Garth was a contestant on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, playing against Patton Oswalt and Caramel Brown. She won $168,000 for the Central Illinois Food Bank. Uh, she was, One of the clues that she won was a before and after clue, and it was Jennifer Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> and the final clue was a food and drink category where you just get a handful of letters and she successfully got apple dumpling and won the huh. whole game. So Have you seen that movie, The Apple Dumpling Gang? No, I don't. Like the Don Knotts, the old Disney thing. Yeah. Right? No, I don't think it's I have good. actually. It's good. Maybe I'll have to remedy that. At least I remember thinking it was good when I watched it when I was like seven years old. Okay. So. All right, let's check out the synopsis for Thicker Than Water. The side effects of David's burgeoning drug habit cause him to fall asleep in the park whilst babysitting Aaron. Brenda, Donna, Brandon, and Steve head out of town on a ski trip where Donna meets a handsome ski instructor. Dylan finds himself slightly out of his depth while babysitting Erica. <laughs> I won't say what happens yet. Okay. And uh, Jim's background check on Suzanne yields some unexpected results, uh, which Dylan then confronts her about. And Andrea receives some surprising medical news. I'll say. Pretty surprising. Mm -hmm. All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was directed by Michael Lang and written by Lana Freistep Melman. We have a lot of recurring players here, including Carrie Keene as Suzanne Steele, Noli Thornton as Erica, Zachary Throne as Howard, Anne Gillespie as Jackie Taylor, Matthew Lawrence as Mel Silver, and we have April and Ariel Stevenson making their final appearance as the young Aaron Silver. What? Yes. Their final appearance? Well, Erin keeps aging. She's TV aging. So I think the next time we see her, she'll be older. That just happened to me. I'm rewatching Modern Family because it's finally all oh, on yeah. Hulu. And I thought it was the same girl who plays Lily oh. through the entire thing. But in season three, they switch yeah. to. But still, yeah. she's a toddler yeah. in season three. Yeah. She's a she's almost an adult by yeah, the time I know. it's over. It's crazy. So. Pretty crazy. Uh, we have a few other cast members to mention here. We have... Pepper Sweeney, a lot of great names in the uh, in the cast yeah. here. Pepper Sweeney as Chad, uh, lots of voiceover work for him, including the Brave Little Toaster, which I absolutely loved as a child. Uh, plus Despicable Me and more Disney fare like Frozen One and Two and Beauty and the Beast. Robin Freights as Andrea's doctor. She doesn't have too many credits, but it is worth noting that she appeared on Quantum Leap. Quantum yes. Leap. Scott Bakula was just uh, making headlines because his NCIS show got canceled. And now everybody's like, maybe it's time to reboot Quantum Leap. And he's like, maybe it is. <laughs> oh. Hashtag oh boy. Bit of sizzle. We have Jose Angel Santana as Detective Miller. Boy, this detective, he needs he needs to learn some people skills. In I know. This. He was... Some, some bedside manner. Not good. Some at yeah. his job, I just want to say. But this actor, I'm sure, is lovely. And appeared yeah. <laughs> in things like Miami Vice in the Twilight Zone and Jumpin' Jack Flash. Have you seen Jumpin' Jack Flash? I've heard the name, but Jumpin', I've never seen it. Jumpin' Jack Flash is a movie with Whoopi Goldberg, and she is like an employee in a bank, and she starts getting like messages on her computer from 
Jumpin' Jack Flash, who's like a spy, or so she's led to believe. Uh, mm. I loved this movie as a kid. I don't know why. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while. But this movie is noteworthy because it was like the first time that like internet correspondence was a primary mm-hmm. feature in a movie. Kind of an interesting little It probably won't there. last. Nah, it's a fad. It's, it's just a fad. It's like those exercise machines that shake you, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs that. This last one was mo- most like a blink and you'll miss it cameo, but his name, his name needs to be said aloud on this podcast. As Dylan's surfer friend Bear, we have Rusty Thrasher. Spelled B-E-A-R. Yeah. Rusty Bear. Thrasher. Uh, again, not really much to talk about here, but he did have a notable credit in uh, Law and Order in 2001. But again, the man's name is Rusty Thrasher. Rusty Thrasher sounds like uh, in uh, in Mystery Science Theater uh-huh. in the what's the space the space one that we've seen a million times. This Island Earth. No, the Neptune Men. No, the one where they're on like a space station and the the hunky guy and the captain's daughter oh who's like she's really old yes space yes. mutiny space mutiny you remember how in space yeah. mutiny they keep like making up fake names yeah yeah for the that's what this sounds yeah like. dirk by took a while to get there that sort of thing yeah worth it yeah 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 you guys should, you guys should watch mystery science theater i always I, I always support i highly that. recommend space mutiny okay anyway yeah all right and it's funny, if you look this episode up on IMDb, you will see Bear's picture. It's the Yes, Bear is the, the lead. Main yeah. Picture, so Yeah. All right. Well let's get into the episode. We start at the radio station. David is just his life is going down the tubes, man. Okay. He's complaining about it on the air. I know. He's playing all this like depressing music. Yeah, and he's um, like, I haven't spoken to my girlfriend in a month. You just they're so inconsistent on what's the status of this relationship. You don't have a girlfriend, bro. Well, it seems like now they're broken up. I mean, yeah. at least that's what Howard says. Yeah. Howard comes in and he's like, You've been moaning about Donna on the air. Your playlist is sad. You need to <laughs> you need to stop. Yep. And David's like, I just need some more pills, man. Give me some pills. Mm-hmm. But Howard, Howard will not be his uh, drug dealer no, anymore. No. At Kelly Donna David's leading into this, there's like a little beach montage. It is yeah. like some intense piano music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like the soundtrack to that Tom Cruise John Grisham movie that I can't remember. <laughs> the Firm. <laughs> the Firm. It was like the soundtrack of the Firm. That's a deep cut, Kendra, and I respect it. That soundtrack hit me. I, I don't know why. Yeah, I guess. A lasting me. mark. Stuck with me. Donna is packing for the ski trip. <laughs> Kelly. Wait, wait, wait. Because um, wait, wait. David is asking Howard for, like, drugs. And yeah. uh, Howard is like, what do I look like? A walking drugstore? And I'm like, with that ponytail. I mean, you kind of do. Uh, Just a little, little bit. A little bit. But yes. Just a little. Donna is, boy, Donna's a lot in this episode as well. But yes, she's packing. <laughs> Yeah. So she's packing. Uh, she's making Kelly help her. It's like six in the morning. She mm-hmm. made Kelly get up to help her pack at six in the morning. That doesn't make any sense. No, but doesn't. anyway, Kelly Kelly is not going on this ski trip that all, that everyone else is going on. Donna wants her to keep an eye on David because she's still worried about him. Yes. And Kelly's like, you just need to, like, this is good. You need to leave. Mm-hmm. You need to get away from David for a while. Mm-hmm. David then comes home, and Donna's like, David, is that you? And he's like, no, it's Saddam Hussein. (laughs) (laughs) Topical for the 90s. Yeah. She follows him to his room, 
And she's like, I don't want to leave when you're mad at me. And then he's like, I'm not mad at you. But then she says something about how he's always in a bad mood. And he's like, maybe I wouldn't be in such a bad mood all the time if I had a girlfriend who wanted, who could be in a mature relationship. Mm-hmm. And then he starts just like throwing all this stuff at her about sex. Yeah. Finally, she's like, you know what? I'll have sex when I want to have sex. Yeah. And I'm like, this is this yelling is good. Yeah. This is what you should have been Finally. doing all last episode. Mm-hmm. For a minute there, I was kind of with David because he's made it, I feel like he's made it very clear where they stand and she keeps acting like they're together and in a fight. And he's yeah. just like, I don't want to talk to you about this. But then to when her, he's, then when he starts being to like, her let's defense, do it. Mm-hmm. Last episode, he did just keep saying like, after finals, we'll, we'll work it out. It You're, out. Right. You're so. right. It's inconsistent. It is. So, okay, now we go to the Walsh house. Cindy has packed the gang a, a million snacks. Oh, yeah. A giant cooler. Don't forget the grapes. <laughs> a giant cooler full of snacks. Andrea called to say that she cannot make it because she has the flu, Nick. Yeah, she has the flu. She's not feeling too hot. Oh, just stomach problems and real yeah. sick in the morning and just, yeah. you know. Not, not not going too not well for Andrea. Not feeling great. Not feeling great. So Brenda's now bummed because Andrea was going to ski with her mm-hmm. on, like, the bunny slopes. Yeah, the baby. The baby skis. Um, and she can't get Brandon to commit to, to ski with her. Dylan is also not going because he is still hanging out with Erica. Yeah. Yeah, he's single-dadding it. <laughs> Jim then walks in. And I can't even oh, remember my what gosh. Jim says. But Steve... Brandon are so interested in his chest hair. Yeah, they like pull each one pulls open a side of his robe and they're like, whoa. Steve calls it <laughs> what like does a he say? Steve calls it like a fur shirt. I don't know what he said, but it, but it, it was is funny. it's a very funny scene, yeah, because they're because <laughs> it's just out of nowhere. They're just transfixed by his chest hair. <laughs> and it's ample. Uh, it is ample. It is. Yeah. It's worth it's worth Yeah, noting. you gotta take a second look. <laughs> Before they can head out the door, though, Donna calls and she's like, I don't want to go. I can't go. I don't want to be a bummer. <laughs> but Brenda's like, we're picking you up in 15 minutes. Be ready. Yeah. She's not going to let her sit it out. Jim, then after they leave, Jim mentions to Cindy that he's worried about Dylan because he did run a background check on Suzanne and uh, he found some stuff. Yeah. We don't know what. We don't. But he calls Dylan Leaves a message, tells him to come over. Poor Cindy, because she's like, oh, we should go see a movie and spend a day together. And he's like, mm, your, your fuzzy papa's got to work. I don't have yeah. time. Yeah. I don't have time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Mm-mm. At the beach, Dylan is taking Erica surfing. And she is super cute in her little, little wetsuit. Little She's a little cutesy Adorbs. girl. Yep. Um, she is really nervous. She's like making excuses about mm-hmm. not wanting to go in the ocean. Yeah. She says that she's... Never seen the ocean, but she's read The Old Man in the Sea. Yes, so. she has, by Ernest Hemingway. Do you like that book, Nick? I haven't read it, actually. I hate that book. Okay. <laughs> I hate All right. it. All right. I might not be a Hemingway fan, though, because I've read several Hemingway mm. things, and I th- I just think it's, it's kind of an me. acquired taste. Yeah, I feel like it's more you But for a- that one, it's not really don't. the writing, it's just the story. You're not a fan. The story just makes me upset. All right. Anyway, this, this is where Bear shows we up. We meet Bear, yep, in all of his rusty thrasher splendor. Yep. And he's just here to say hi and be like, oh, I didn't know you had a sister. Mm-hmm. And then he's gone. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Back at Kelly Donna David's, Kelly's on the phone arguing with Jackie because Jackie doesn't want her to go babysit Aaron with David, David. that day. Yes, right. So 
laying a little groundwork here that Jackie's being a little crazy today. Mm -hmm. David walks in, irritable as usual. Kelly finally is like, are you doing drugs? Mm -hmm. He doesn't even like, there's not even a second where he has to like compose himself. Mm -mm. He's just automatically like, he launches right into it. Yeah. How dare you? (laughs) So she, she gives him a hug and she's like, I'm just, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just worried about you. And, and that that's it. He that's doesn't. It. He just you know. Keeps he doesn't. Going, so. He doesn't crack, and she doesn't see through it. The drugs have made him a good liar. I guess I so. Guess. Yeah, and he wears a lot of backwards hats now. I don't know if that's drug related, but he does. Yeah. <laughs> Back at the beach, they are practicing. Uh, they're like on their boards on the sand, mm-hmm. practicing jumping up. And he's like, "All right, we're ready to go in the water." But guess what? She can't. Erica can't swim. Girl can't swim. Which you would think he would have asked her before. Yeah, that might have been a question at some point. Or yeah. she would have like Just mentioned it. Mentioned it, yeah. Can't swim. Yeah. She wants to impress her older brother. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Kelly and David go to pick up Aaron, who is at Mel's dental office. Mm-hmm. There's a little cute moment with yeah. the two of them yeah. sitting in his uh dentist chair. Peterson twins are very cute. They this, are this these little girls playing Aaron. Yeah. Very cute. Kelly mentions now that she is babysitting with David, but that she has an appointment after lunch. So she's going to have to leave for a little bit and then come back. Mm-hmm. So everything they, will probably be fine during that oh, time. Oh, yeah. It'll be, it'll be fine. Kelly's just so, going to be gone for an hour, so it could go wrong. Yeah. They head out of the office, but David's like, oh, I have to use the bathroom. Sneaks back into his dad's office this is the longest scene in the whole episode it's it like is. we 10 get these minutes. like intense yes. uh looks at like through the cabinet and through the drawers yeah. and but anyway he finds a key gets in the cabinet finds some uh what what is it codeine codeine stealing codeine. from his dad's office ew david takes two yeah. immediately yeah and then takes like 10 for the road i've <laughs> he does i've got i've got some issues here first would dentists have pills? Just bottles of pills? In the 90s? I, just, I don't know. I don't really think so, though, because, like, if you needed a prescription, they'd give you a prescription. And if they were using it for pain in the office, it seems like it would be in a shot form and not, like, take this pill and wait 45 minutes for it to kick in and we'll it's start it. And the stretch. second thing, why would he take them now? I know. That's crazy. I was like, oh, he'll save these for, like... When he's alone, yeah. after he's done babysitting right. his sister. Right. No. no. He nope. pounds Takes him right there. Crazy. Uh, did you like the like heartbeat, loud heartbeat sound <laughs> yes. we heard throughout this whole? Yes. it's They take their time. They really do. <laughs> All right. We go to the slopes. Donna is already coming in from skiing because she's getting blisters on her feet. She's yep. got these new boots I forgot to mention. Mm-hmm. She's very, very excited about very her crucial, new yep. ski boots. Um, and this is where we meet Chad. Hi, Chad. Who comes over to help her with her boots. Um, so he, like, has to take them off real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's really scared it's going to hurt. But mm-hmm. he, uh, it's he takes them cute. off. It's a meat cute. It's a meat cute. And he's like, well, I got, I, I could put new pads in your boots, but that'll take a day. And she's like, all right, well. I'm just going to call it quits for the day. She's going to soak her tootsies, Kendra. She's going to soak her tootsies. tootsies. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, what if we got lunch instead? Can your tootsies wait? Yes, sir. And she she will (laughs) allow it. She will allow it. Yeah. 
I think I have a little bit of uh, of uh, crush on Chad. Made, no, this made oh. me nervous just because uh, the whole ski thing in Boy Meets World really hit me I, hard. I don't remember those that. episodes. I don't remember. What? You know when their whole class goes skiing okay. and then Corey ends up staying up all night with that ski person who works at the hotel. And I know. Maybe I missed this arc. Cheats on Topanga. Oh, Corey. What? Oh my gosh! It's like a huge thing. They break up. I, I don't know. They break. They break up for such a long time. I feel like I'm much more familiar with like the Minkus year of of uh, Boy Meets World <laughs> than like the All later right. end. Well, after this show, we're doing Boy Meets World, I guess. Kendra, I'll do it. Um, the girl though in Boy Meets World is played by from the show you like, Dead to Me. Oh, uh, uh not the blonde one. Uh, Linda Cardellini. Yes. Nice. I do like that yeah. show. I anyway, also loved Freaks to... and Geeks, which also starred oh, Linda yes. Cardellini. And... That that would have been a better reference, I guess, but it was the first thing that popped <laughs> in my head. Uh, all right. We go to the doctor's office. Uh, Andrea's doctor is only known as Andrea's doctor. Andrea's doctor. We never, we never yeah. know her name. Yeah. She's telling her she feels like she has the flu. She's like listing, well, it could be this or it could be this. Yeah. And the doctor's like, you're pre-med. Aren't you? <laughs> Which was kind of a nice reminder to the rest of us, because I don't think we've mentioned that since, like, the pilot or the first episode of this season. Yeah. So the doctor thinks it's probably just the flu, because her whole dorm apparently has the flu. But Andrea says that she would like an AIDS test yeah. since they're taking blood test anyway. Test for HIV, yeah. Just to be sure. Yeah. Which at first I was like, that's an insane jump. But then I'm like, this is the early 90s, so that's where yeah. everybody's head was at. So, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. It makes sense. So it's a 24-hour thing. She'll have to come back the next day for the results. Yes. At the pool. So Dylan is now teaching Erica to swim. She's very afraid of the water. She's like, I can't do it. He eventually, he has to really convince her. She tries to, like, leave. And he's like, just do it. So finally, <laughs> she just, like, sticks her head under the water. Yeah. We get Jaws we music, right? A little right? bit of the Jaws A little theme. bit, yeah. But she does it. Hooray. She can swim now. <laughs> she did it. At the playground, Kelly is making... She says it's a lamb. She says she made a lamb in the sand. <laughs> and Aaron just keeps saying, duck, duck. <laughs> and it was really cute. Jenny Garth is so cute with these kids. Like, whenever it's Kelly and a little she kid, really she is. just... She does it so well. Yeah. Then Aaron uh, runs off. This is a, a thing Aaron does. She runs off to this old lady who S then tries to like give her a cookie. Yeah. She uh, goes and, and finds Agatha Harkness and she sits no. <laughs> the lady was uh, skeevy, I felt like. I, I think a she was bit. I think she was supposed to be just like a nice lady that they were uncomfortable with, but I don't know if this lady is planted as like a red herring or what it the purpose like was. She, but. It seemed like if that lady had a uh, chance to snatch her, she, she it, might have. I kind of got that vibe, too. snatched her. Yeah. yeah. So David, at first, is, like, going to take the cookie. But then Kelly comes over and is like, no, thank you. And, yeah. like, pulls them away. And she's like, David, you can't accept right. food. Right. Strangers. Right. Then Aaron runs away again. And they find her in front of the ice cream truck. Mm -hmm. And David's like... Ice cream for everyone. Mm -hmm. And she's like, David, you can't reward her for running away right. by giving her ice cream. Right. So they have a little bit of a, a spat about, you know, how to raise Aaron. And Kelly's yeah. like, you know what? I have to go to my appointment. I'll be back in an hour. You take care of her. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. 
that will go. Yeah, totally. It's only an hour. Like I said, you know, what could go wrong? Yeah. Back on the slopes. Well, not on the slopes. Uh, Donna's having lunch with Chad. He mentioned something about how she is like the cutest girl that he's met through this job. And also she has really cute feet, Mm -hmm. which to me seems like a red flag. A little creepy. Yeah. One of those, you know, people who really likes feet. He likes feet. That's fine. Yeah, he's a foot guy. Sure. Um, (laughs) You do you, Chad. (laughs) He figures out that (laughs) her parents' house is... Like, it's a notable house. Like, he knows it which is. one it is. Yeah. A very big, oh, fancy sure. house. He He's very impressed by that. Mm-hmm. Brenda then comes in and just sits down and is like, oh, hot chocolate. She's so cold. She meets Chad. <laughs> and Chad suggests that he has a friend who can help Brenda with her skiing. So maybe they should all meet up the next day. Yes. They have the day off. Mm-hmm. Chad then goes back to his job and Brenda's like, what's all, like, what's yeah. all this about? Yeah, let's talk about Chad. Donna's like, just having fun. Yep. Fun is the best revenge yep. that you can have. Back at the park, Kelly returns after oh an hour, finding oh David asleep. Sound on asleep the park at a park bench. bench. Yep. And Aaron is nowhere in sight. This is my nightmare. It's pretty terrifying. It's a terrifying situation. Yeah. We lost my brother for a little bit in an amusement park when he was little. <laughs> you say he we. Just, uh, you say we yeah. as if you were somehow complacent in this. <laughs> Situation. No, I mean, I was, we were both pretty young. I yeah. think he was maybe like five and I oh was my seven, gosh. something like that. But yeah, he just uh, started following the wrong mm. person and mm. then turned around and realized, I think we found him pretty quickly though. Okay. Like nothing happened. And it's not I, a situation uh, where you came home with the wrong Corbin. It's like, it's really, correct. it was the right. No, it okay. was really, yeah. It wasn't a changeling okay. situation. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> anyway. So you so, get it. So you get it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I understand. Yeah. So they go to the police station where they're talking to this no-nonsense detective, Miller. This guy, he's so inflammatory. Like, he's not helping anyone at all. You know, yeah. he comes in and, and they're like, well, it shouldn't be. It wasn't very long. And he was like, it doesn't have to be long if somebody wanted to take her. And it's yeah. like, what? That's your like, go-to? Well, he's like, I mean, maybe he's someone always... wanted to take her. He's like, I don't want to alarm you, but she's probably been abducted by a demonic cult. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, so they're dealing with that. Mel arrives. Uh, he's at first upset with David mm-hmm. um, that he fell asleep. Then it starts turning into, well, did Jackie know where yeah. you were going? Perhaps Jackie took her. Yeah. And Kelly's like, no, that's crazy. But Mel is kind of like, oh, I can't believe she did this. Do you know, I feel, I know he does turn quickly. The thing that I was thinking about, remember last week when Jackie was credited but not there and Kelly had a whole scene about her mom was crazy and she didn't want to go over there and everything? I bet that scene was probably Jackie being crazy to give us a little bit of like a lead into this. Maybe. Because we haven't really seen Jackie crazy. You know what I mean? And she did come in real wild-eyed when we finally see her. And I kind of wonder. we've seen her like, you know. Agitated. Angry at Mel. Mel, Yeah. Nothing Not nothing that would lead you to believe that she's going to kidnap Aaron. So I think they were really trying to sell us on that, and I I did not yeah, think that. I didn't really <laughs> so, believe it either. You know. Mel then tells David, it's not your fault. It is. Which, which it starts is. the whole thing where everyone keeps telling David it's not his fault. Yeah. But it, it's, it's his fault. It is 100%. objectively David's fault, yes. 100% even Even fault. if they don't know that he stole pills, it's definitely his fault. Yes. At the pool... Dylan is waiting for Erica to come out of the <laughs> locker room. She's taking a while. Yeah, taking a long time. Uh, 
two girls come out and he asks if they've seen her and they're like, yeah, she's in there. She's really upset, but she wouldn't tell us what's going on. So he goes in and Erica, she doesn't want to talk. She like runs in the stall, locks the door. A lady then comes up and is like, uh, get out of here. Oh my gosh. This lady has real Karen energy right from the beginning, right from the beginning. She's like, I will call the manager. (laughs) Well, but he also isn't like, hey, this is my sister in yeah. here. She's yeah. upset. Give yeah. me a second. He's like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, he doesn't give her any sort of explanation. But right. I knew what was coming. Did you know yes. what was coming? Okay. Because I, I knew yeah. pretty immediately. Yeah. She finally gets her to come out of the stall. She's very embarrassed, but eventually tells him she got her first period. Yeah. And uh, she is, uh, he's the- kind of like, oh, Okay, I would have just ran and got that Karen yeah. and been like, hey, can you help her she, or well, no. have something? She didn't leave. Erica comes out and she's like, he's my brother. Don't arrest him. And she's like, okay. And then Dylan's like, can we have a minute? And the lady's like, fine. Everybody else will just wait. And then she storms <laughs> off. So Yeah, she was still there. I think she probably did um, call the manager. I'm not do sure. Do you know how old Erica is? Because in my head, she's nine. Yes, that's Which that's what I've consistently thought nine, but early to me. Mm-hmm. But maybe she's older than that. I uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. I mean, twelve, twelve. She's she can't be thirteen. No, I wouldn't. I would believe twelve, and that's a believable. In a age. pinch, twelve possibly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. she seems really young. But okay, we'll say twelve. All right. So yeah, she wishes her mom was there, and Dylan's like, "Hey, we got the next best thing." What's the next best thing, Nick? <gasps> Brenda's mom. Cindy. Yeah. So he takes her to Cindy, and Cindy helps her out, gives her all the stuff she needs. I feel like this whole scene is a little awkward because they're like, wow, you're truly a woman now. Yeah. Let's all keep talking about what a woman you are. But she, yeah. <laughs> she is 10, by the way. It, when this was filmed, she was 10. That just seems early. Maybe it it's not. I don't know. I, don't, I feel like you'd know better than me, so I don't know. What grade is she in? What grade are you in when you're 10? When you're 10? Boy. Third? Third grade? That's too early. I, it's just too early, yeah. Well, maybe she's playing older. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, for some people, but it, it, that happens. But I feel like that's I feel like that's the minority. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway. anyway. All right. So they, like, congratulate her on being a woman. She's asking if she looks different. And he's like, oh, yeah, you, yeah. you look taller. And she's like, well, I hope I don't become boy crazy. She doesn't want to be boy crazy. Uh, (laughs) They give her some of Brenda's perfume to wear. And Cindy asks them to stay for supper. Yes. Back on the slopes, Brandon Brandon and Steve return from uh, a lot of falling Mm -hmm. on, on the slopes. But they had a good time. Steve suggests they go to dinner. And Donna is like, I don't want to go. I'm going to stay. Yeah. She's waiting it out. For yeah, Chad. we're going to see if Chad comes back with a new sweater. Yeah, she's like, I'll catch a ride back to the house with someone. And they're like, okay. Yeah, they're just like, fine, cool. Yeah, see you back at the house. Show a stranger where you live, yep. ride in a car with them. It'll yep. be fine. Brenda is concerned about this guy mm-hmm. that she doesn't know. But she's like, I'll be fine. And Brenda's like, okay, bye. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's really cool with it, so. Yep. Back at the Walsh house, Jim and Dylan are talking about Suzanne. It turns out she's not broke, like she said. Yeah. Uh, She actually has $25,000 in a bank account in Iowa. Mm -hmm. 
Is that something that you can see? Is that yeah. something that Jim would have been able to find out? I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't really think so. I'm not sure how you could get somebody's bank balance, you know, with a, with a background check. I, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Jim is like, I don't know what her game is, but she's like, she's definitely lied to you. Mm-hmm. So something's going on. Yeah. Dylan's not quite ready to believe that, you know, he thinks maybe that there's an explanation. Maybe. My question is, why isn't he just like stealing some of Erica's hair yeah. And getting a DNA test. Right. I know. But I know. Just steal her hair. That's just <laughs> Yeah. Like from her hair. No, I know. I, I get meant. it. I get it. You're right. Not just like chop off her hair. Yeah. Back at the police station, everyone is waiting, mm-hmm. pacing. Jackie comes in hot. She she does. She, <laughs> yes. She yes. Very upset mm-hmm. that Aaron is gone. Yeah. She's then upset that she's being accused of taking Aaron. She's pretty, I would say, hysterical. Yes. I think the actress whose name is escaping me. Angela Espy. Angela Espy definitely hit. I think it was, yeah. I think it was the right energy. It was a lot. Yes. And it was heavy. Yes. The energy you would have if you found out that your daughter is. Yeah. Like she's not making a ton of sense. She's hanging all over people. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. She's hugging Mel. Yeah. And. And hugging Kelly and the police officer is then like, well, does she have any moles or scars? And I'm like, you haven't asked this question already? Yeah, it seems seems like you might want to ask. Mel and Jackie sit down and Mel's like, I would give up my life for Aaron. (laughs) Yep. And David's like, sorry, guys, it's all my fault. And they're like, no, David, it's no one's fault. (laughs) Certainly not yours. Which, again, a case could be made that it is exclusively David's fault, but okay. (laughs) Okay. Back at the ski lodge, Donna and Chad. Yes. Yes, they are. Yeah. Good good for Donna. That's what I say. He suggests maybe they go back to her place, but she she backs down. She's like, I need to tell you, I'm actually in love with somebody else. Sorry. Did you think that she was going to say like I've I've pledged my virginity to my future husband or something? Because that's what I thought she was going to oh, say. Oh no, I didn't. Oh really? Think okay. That. I thought that's I thought she was trying that to cool him down. Sense, but no, it's that she's still in love with David. Yeah. And then he just drives her home. Yeah. And there's there's no nothing bad happens. No, nope, nothing. Red nothing. herring, just like he's, that lady in the just park. Just a good guy. Just a nice guy. Yeah. There's, there's still a few of us left. He says. Yeah. He says. What an original line. Back at the police station, David is. He's really going a little crazy, yeah. and he's he's upset. They're like, sit down. It's fine. Yeah. Detective Miller comes in and says they may have found her. She was found at a house by a housekeeper who was worried about her. Yeah, like um, immigration status. Her immigration status, yeah. so she didn't call the police right mm-hmm, away. Mm-hmm. But then in comes Erin. There she is. Everyone is so happy that they she are. is back. At Dylan's, Suzanne returns. And she's telling, like, oh, I saw these people and, you know, things are rough because of the hurricane or whatever, the flooding. Yeah. And he just drops the bomb. He's like, well, when were you going to tell me about the Mm $25,000 in your bank account? And she at first seems a little upset, but then she's like, you know what? I would have done the same thing. Totally get it. In your situation, checking up on me. He, she says that that is her insurance settlement for the trailer, which mm-hmm. got destroyed mm-hmm. in the flood. It only just came in 
couple days ago. Yeah. So. I thought they were from like Mississippi. Yes. But like, is her were they living in Mississippi and her hometown is Iowa and that's why she's going back there? I'm just a little confused. But I, you know, maybe that's the point. Maybe we're supposed to be a little confused. I don't know. So do you think this is the end of it? You think we just trust her? Do you trust her? Do I trust Suzanne? Well, I mean, I know I don't want to tip anything away because I know. That's true. I'm a I don't know. Expert. I just, I just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm still on the fence. Yeah. I don't fully trust her. Yeah. She, uh, she gives Dylan a picture of her and Jack mm-hmm. says that she was in love with him, but she honestly cannot say that Erica is his daughter. Yeah. Jack's daughter. She says like, Eric has always been told that that's her father, but those were wild times, baby. Baby. So she can't, she's like, there's, if you're looking for certainty, there's no way to be sure. And again, maybe just do a quick there test. Is, yeah. You could do there a is. test. You could do yeah. a test. But I think the point is Dylan doesn't care. You know what I yeah. mean? And that's what he says. He's like, I don't need guarantees. I've I got, got a sister. sister. It's cute. That's, this is the way it is. It is. It's cute. And, and I do feel bad for him because this is like a real, real, I mean, this has been a series long weak spot for him. Like this, yeah. this family, this need for family. So it's, yeah. uh, if they're conning him, it's the perfect window into uh, Dylan's checkbook. Yeah. And I don't know if they're conning him, but I think they found an actress who looks like they have similar facial yeah. features. Yeah. I think it's true. So. Back at Kelly Donna David's, Kelly and David finally are back for after a long day at the police station. Mm-hmm. And David is now ready to admit to Kelly that he was taking meth. Yeah. That he stole codeine and that he was asleep because he literally crashed. He crashed. Yep. He's very upset. He's like, please don't hate me. Good acting. Please help me. I think it yeah, was good acting for Brian Austin Green here. Yeah. So Kelly hugs him and is like, I don't hate you. And he's like, please help me. I need help. Yeah. All right. Last scene at the hospital. Andrea's nervous to get her <laughs> results of her AIDS test. Yep. The doctor comes in and is like, good news. You don't have AIDS. Yeah. And Andrea's like, oh, it must have just been a 24 hour bug. <laughs> the doctor, what did she say? She said, uh, well, well, more like a nine month bug. Because <laughs> you're pregnant. <laughs> Your ego's prego. Yeah, so this was spoiled for me last week. Oh, Kendra. And I'm really bummed about it. That is a bummer. Though I feel like at the beginning I might have caught on when she's like, oh, my stomach, and I just don't feel good. I feel like I would have caught on. It's never anything else. That's the thing. In a TV show where a woman goes in and says that she has a stomach ache, she's pregnant. That's just code. (laughs) That's TV code for you got a bun in the oven. Yeah, because if you really had the flu, usually you just stay home and. Yeah, you drink lots of fluids. Exactly, that's all you can do, really, yep. unless you're like dehydrated. So. This was a this was a situation where Gabrielle Carteris was in fact pregnant, and they opted to yes. write it in instead of giving her a lot of big purses. So, for better or worse, <laughs> yeah. you know, we'll, baggy dresses, we'll see baggy how sweaters. that plays out. If they should have gone the baggy yeah. sweater route, remember when Andrea was hit by a car and then it was kind of fine. Yeah. Okay. They just anyway, work her whole life. Into they do. This show. They sure do. Do you think this holds up, Kendra? What do you think? What do you think about this episode? Um, I think it's a good episode. I liked. I mean, again, we don't see much of Brenda. She's only or Steve, really, or, or, or Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, they're all kind yeah, of. Yeah, we don't really see much of either of them. But I found the Donna stuff. I I liked. You know that she was doing something other than just yeah. following David around. True. And I mean the Andrea stuff fine and oh dylan yeah 
And I, I'm very interested in what's yeah. going on there. Yeah. So. No, I agree. I think the episode as a whole holds up. I'm I'm having a good time. I'm, I guess at this point, I'm I'm glad to be done with the John Sears stuff. I'm still not that into the Andrea storyline, and I want David and Donna to just go away from each other. You know what I mean? I just want that <laughs> yeah. to be done. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see where that goes. What's your 90210 snap? Hmm. I feel like there's a lot of dramatic moments. Maybe it's true. maybe when Kelly comes back and finds David asleep and they're trying they're running all over trying to find Aaron. I have to give it to like the 3 minute overproduced steady cam you shot would. of David stealing the codeine. I got to give yeah. it to that. Doom doom. Well, Kendra, guess what? Outside of the Radio Meanwhile Network, I'm the host of House Things, the official podcast and radio show of the David A. Howe Public Library. And just yesterday, we recorded our Patricia Briggs Spotlight, and you get name-dropped in it. So Yes. I actually have in my Libby right now, I just checked out the fifth book, because the sixth book of the Alpha Omega series is coming out in March. You got to be up to date. So, like, a month. Yeah. Gotta be ready. Yep, you do. So anyway, you can find that at soundcloud.com slash all the books or anywhere you get your podcasts. Right here on the Radio Meanwhile Network, I co-host Comic Book Coffee Break, where my old pal Eric Mickles and I talk about uh, all our favorite comic books that we're reading every week. And that's all that. Right. What about you, Kendra? I am Miss Musebox 91 online. I have a website, MissMusicBox.com. I am also the co-host of 90s Music Got Me Like, where each week we look at a different 90s song. Most recently... We talked about Breakfast at Tiffany's by Deep Blue Something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, folks, uh, listen to that podcast, and then you can join us next week for our 90210 discussion of Season 4, Episode 18, Heartbreaker. <laughs> 902, and here we go. <laughs> <laughs>